welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Um, the church worker. And I said there are two types of church workers. The official, the administrative workers, and then the ministry workers. When I use the ministry workers, I'm talking about those who render ministerial services in the house of God. But mostly when we meet here, we are talking, I'm actually talking to the Levites, the ministerial workers. So the administrative workers are um, from the pastor, administrator, accountant, auditor, oddlies, and some of the service renderers become administrative workers. Now, the, the service renderers are ushers, protocol, intercessors, instrumentalists, choristers, and whoever is involved in helping a service to run successfully. So there are two types of church workers. Now, working for God, especially, so I'm now addressing the, the Levitical servants, those who work in the house of God. So when you say a Levite in the Bible, a Levite is not a priest. A Levite becomes a priest. But a Levite is not a priest. Some of the Levites become priests. Do you understand? Uh, so, like, some of you, maybe in future, can become pastors. But for now, you are, in, you are a Levite. So, I'm talking to us, those of us who render not administrative work but those of us who do church work. You come and sweep here, you come and clean the chairs, you play an organ, you play a guitar, you play drums, you sing in church. That work is different from, if even you do the same thing in Bank of Ghana, it's different. When you are working for God, the dynamics is different different. It's different. In Bank of Ghana, they will do best worker of the week, best worker of the month. They will do appraisals. And like, you get remunerated directly for what you have done. Hello? Yes. So, if even you are an oddly less... Um, Let's say you clean the place. They'll pay your salary, they'll pay your snake, they'll pay this, they pay that. Our administrative staff too, they are administrative. We don't underpay our workers. 
we pay our statutories, the administrative. But if you are a Levite, you are not an administrative worker. So if you don't get it, you miss it. Tell somebody if you don't get it, you miss it. Yes. So it happens that if you are if you come to church and say you want to play organ or drum and they bring you to me, the first thing I'll tell you is that I don't pay my instrumentalist. Because if I pay my instrumentalist, I have to pay my ushers. I have to pay my auto singers. I have to pay my soprano. But sometimes, when they least expect to say a thank you, you see that we will say, oh, bless this person with this. And most of the times it's from me directly. Bless this person with this. Send this to this person. Especially if you are going to school. One of my priorities as a pastor is that anybody that attempts to go to school must be helped. Anybody that attempts to go to school must be helped. It may not be 100%, but 50% payment, 30% payment, an amount of money must be used to help the worker or the person, especially if the person is a church worker. Some have enjoyed 100%, but because of COVID and all that, administratively we said we cannot do 100%. But if you are going to school and you're a church worker and you genuinely need money, we are able to send you something. Maybe if it is 5,000, we can send you 1,000, we can send you 2,000, at least to show a commitment in your self-development. One of the greatest errors in the charismatic church in Ghana is that a lot of the churches are not concerned with the welfare of their workers. And there is no other kind of social welfare for a church worker than an investment into their own lives. Are you following me? So if you're a church worker, you must you must appreciate the two dynamics, administrative and then ministerial worker. And that is very important. The work of God is very sacrificial and full of laboring. It's very sacrificial and full of laboring. You cannot serve God if you cannot sacrifice. You cannot serve God if you cannot labor. So yesterday when the choristers were here, I was also watching. I made them put them on live streaming so that I can watch and know what is happening. It's sacrificial. Because I should have been watching Manchester reading to relax. But I want to listen to what they are singing. I want to listen to what is happening. And I saw that, I saw the work that goes on if you want to be a chorister. It's tedious. Else you will sing nothing. If you are not diligent 
he will sing nothing. And I was impressed with the social media guys because when we started social media, we were all struggling. Even the device they used to use was not like what they have now. What we have now is top-notch. Yes, many shoe churches don't even have it. So it was the first time they were using it to see how it would go. And they didn't have a problem. The sound and everything, I was somewhere, and I was with some people. And they said, ah, where is this song coming from? I said, it's a choir rehearsal. They said, it looks like it's from, it's like you are in the service. And it's true. You hear the sound as though you are in the service. It's sacrificial. And that device was bought by a member. He went outside the country, and then that time we were having problems with our issue because power had destroyed the device. So when he came, he realized it, and he said that, which type do we want? So I also went to look for the best, and I showed it to him. And we bought it from U.S. It's sacrificial. It is very, ministry is, so I'm, I want to, I'm just sharing with you who a church worker is. It's very sacrificial. I, I have a son. He, I'm telling you this in, so that when I start teaching in the main service, you understand, you will not think that uh, it's a manipulative message. So, When we, we came here to look at the, when we came here after one Sunday to look at the place, when the blocks were not around, who came here? We, we were here one Sunday after church. The whole church, yes. So by the time you came for 31st, were, um, were you not surprised? You were very surprised. This is what happened. So, a, a son of mine who I've been praying with on an issue for a long time, Mikra, I've forgotten. Not knowing he's broken through and blah, blah, blah. But I was there that week. The week after the Sunday we came here, the contractor said they will need a certain amount of money, let's say, let's say 1,000 cities, to put the place in order. That time there was no block hole. It was just pillars. That was somewhere in November. Late, middle November, thereabouts. And I was still saying that we are coming here. How we will come, I didn't know. So the contractor mentioned an amount. And though I'm saying that we were coming here, me, myself, in my mind, I, I wasn't sure. So we, we didn't even bring out the crossover design very early. Did you realize? The crossover design came like one week to, because sometimes your faith is strong, but your doubt is also strong. So when we came, the contractor said, you don't need something, 1,000 CDs. I won't mention the main amount. Because some of you, you have to faint. Then that one said, hey. I said, oh, they'll do that, they'll do that, they'll start their wiring, and blah, blah, blah. And the wiring is not that amount. The wiring is big money. We are still paying. We have not finished paying what they've done. But that amount was a seed money. They will put the place in order. 
then when we come yeah, yeah, to ask Okakra. So next week, after, ma- after today, the workers will resume. They will start work again. So there's, a lot, there's going to be a lot of work. We will unpack, pack. But it's part of moving into an uncompleted building. And that could have discouraged us from moving here and staying in some small place, comfortable, no. So after the Sunday, I went to work. No, that night I couldn't sleep. I was praying. So the Monday I was at work, then my son sent me a message. Um, How are you, daddy? I said, I'm fine. So okay. Um, can I have your bank account number? And I said, for what? If you ask me for a bank account, I won't give it to you. I'll test you. And... So he said, oh, he has to do something. And I said, what? Say, he has to send me money. So I didn't, when he said that, no, I didn't mind him again. Because I don't love money. When I hear that, when I hear money, I'm scared you want to manipulate me. So I'll test. What is it? So I went off. Around 4 p.m., he sends the message again. Daddy, please, I need to do this. Only God knows what you have done for us. I didn't mind him. So the Tuesday morning, then he calls on WhatsApp. Say, why are you worrying me? Say, Daddy, I have to do this. Say, okay, if you have any money for me, I consider it mine, but I want to show it into the work of God. I need... The church needs money to do a lot of things. So any money you want to give to me, I have sacrificed it to the church. So then I called David that he should get me the church account. And I gave it to him. So I was working. I got to work at 6.37. Around 9, I got an alert that I have transferred 1,500. That I told you that a contractor said he needs 1,000. Say I transferred 1,500. Ah. And it will reflect very soon. Ah. I was there, no, then David sent me there. Say, ah. Say, something has come. I say, count the zeros who have stop. Stop assuming. Count it. Say, oh, that is it, too. That is it. And I said, immediately. He said, so should I send it back into your account? I said, no. It's a seed for me into the work. Then we sent it to them. Then they started the work. Along the way, two weeks after, this same guy calls me again. Daddy, something is chasing me. I have to do something. I said, ah. What is it? I have to send another one. Then he sends 2,000. And he said, this one, don't tell me you are giving it to the church. And I said, as you have said, so is it. It's going to the church. So within three weeks, I have mean, not seen that, that amount of money in my life before, so don't think that I get it. I've never seen some before. It's huge. That's why I use thousands if I mention it. Your heart, your heart will fail. And I'm happy that as the pastor, I me, mean, I don't have a house in 
on the Spintest Road. I don't have a house. I'm still buying a land. I've not finished paying. So not that I have house. I also don't have house. But those monies could have bought me a house. That's the truth I'm telling you. It could have bought me. It could have bought the land I'm buying three times. And the land is on the Spintest Road. So those monies could have bought three. But we gave it for the work to go on even up to this point. So, I said this so that you understand that the work of God is sacrificial. You will have to lose something to gain something. You have to go the extra mile to gain something. You have to stretch the extra mile to gain something. So, ministry is not for men who don't have time and who don't have love for the work. If you don't have time, you don't have love, you cannot do the work of God. Fortunately, I came on leave for about one month. I've enjoyed a lot of rest. But I'm resuming on Wednesday. That doesn't change my routine for the work of the ministry. So the question you need to ask yourself is, if you want to work for God, or if you are working for God, or you are doing something for God, you have to have time. You have to be ready to sacrifice. You have to. You have to. That is the work of the ministry. We minister to the Lord as we serve in the house of God. So when you are serving in the house of God, you must know that you are ministering to the Lord. That consciousness will help you in a good disposition. You are ministering to the Lord. And you are not competing with anyone. And you are not trying to please anyone. You are ministering to the Lord. Any other idea will corrupt you. Any other idea will corrupt your heart. Ministry is service to God before service to man. We serve God before man. And this before is not in chronology. It's, it's, it's not, um, I'm not talking about chronological, no. I'm talking about exist, existential. So, you are serving God before a man. Please, do you understand? Who, who doesn't get I, I, I'm, I'm not saying a chronological, that number one. It's part of it. I've, I've explained that one. You serve God before you serve man. Number one, God. Number two, man. Now, this one, I'm saying that you serve God in the sight 
or in the supervision or in the leadership of a man. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 11. So, and Elkanah went to Ramah to his house and the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest. So Samuel was serving God before who? Before who? Oh, talk to me. Before Eli the priest. So give me a softer version. Quickly. I have ten minutes. Then Elkanah returned home to Ramah without Samuel. And the boy served the Lord by assisting Eli the priest. Is it clearer? Another version. It will help someone. Elkanah went home to Ramah. The boy stayed and served God in the company of Eli the priest. So you cannot serve God without an interaction, without engagement with man. There is always an Eli in every service to God. There is always a leader. Your pastor is your Eli. Your pastor is your Noah. Your pastor is your Moses. And he would delegate leaders in different departments to supervise and lead and control the work. Because anything that is not controlled will be scattered. Understand, you see, you need to understand how to work for God, else you will become a problem in the team. A gift is not higher than authority. A gift is not higher than authority. So get it. So if you're a chorister, you can be gifted, but it's not higher than authority. It's very important. If you are an usher, you can be gifted, but it's not higher than authority. When you feel you are gifted, and therefore you must take the center stage, and you alter directives from authority, you have become a rebel. And rebels are always being chased by something. These are the things that chases them. They always want the system they have criticized or they have come out of to fail, to vindicate them. That's our rebels thing. Rebels are always working with people are looking at me. It's not good to be a rebel. My, I am a fan of Ronaldo. But he became a rebel to Manchester. And when you become a rebel to a system, you will be alone. And you will go down and down and down. And the system will still be there. Sometimes when you are a gift in the system, you will think that you are bigger than the system. 
Yes, you may have following. I mean, nobody doubts the caliber of Ronaldo. I'm his number one fan. But if you are stepping out of a system, you don't live as a rebel. Are you here? Authority is higher than gift. Early instructed and guided and supervised and corrected and taught Samuel how to serve the Lord in his house. Yes, you need to be instructed. I shared the video of Reverend Eastwood on the church page. The church is not a museum. The church is not an open-air scouting market. It's a place where instructions from God are issued. And all the pastor is trying to do is to take the word and try to alter your thinking. And it will only come by teaching and instructions. That is the church. Without that, then it's a social club. You, can't, you shouldn't come to church and not be ready to change. You shouldn't come to church and not be ready to be instructed. Then the word of God is not having any impact on your thinking, on your traditions, on your family way of living. No. The word of God must alter your life. And it takes the church and the pastor to instruct you. So if you are working in the church, you must be ready for all forms of instructions from the pastor and the delegated leadership. Samuel didn't challenge Eli on any day of his service. In terms of challenge, I'm not saying that, um, I'm not trying to say that Samuel didn't um, have the opportunity to make inputs of his own at a certain time. There are times that your creativity will be welcomed. But there are times that your creativity may destroy the formula. So you will never see Samuel early having problems with Samuel. No wonder Samuel became a great prophet even more than early. Church work is not like corporate work. And you have to have that mind that there is a pattern. God gave Noah a pattern how to build the boat or the ship. No matter your idea about ark building, Noah was building with divine pattern. Now, when you move from another local church to another local church, the temptation is to measure your former local church with a new local church. No two local churches are the same. No two local churches are the same because the formulation is even different. You can have a local church whose pastor does not work in the corporate world. His mind will be different. You can have a local church whose pastor has not gone to the university before. You have a different mindset. You can have a pastor who was once a criminal. Criminal. High level criminal. You know, the other time, I brought a, a guy here and when we're driving, 
away, he saw a certain man of God's picture on a certain church. He said, ah, this guy, man, no, who pastor Bad boy, keep quiet. God has called him. So if you are under such person's leadership, it will be different. So if you compare two local churches together, you make a mistake. That is why you have to understand the work of the ministry. I never served under I have not served under pastors who have not had great impact in ministry. I have not. All the pastors I served under have made it big time. So you can imagine my thinking. My, my, my mentality is not common. Two pastors I've served under. Reverend Samuel Okujechi, Awoshi. We started Awoshi together. We were the founding members. And right now he's a DSM in ICGC. He's not a small man. Then Pastor Kujo. Those are the only two I've observed in ministry. And Pastor Kujo is a regional overseer. I don't need to say much about him. You know. So if you have such a pastor, he will not preach messages to make you very comfortable in your small corner. I'll preach my messages from the pulpit and I'll act it. I'll move you from an air-conditioned room. Comfortable place. No dust. This, have a big car park. By now, your car park is limited. And very soon, when it's full, you have to park by the road. Down, even to the st- we'll go and get a space at the stadium. You pack and you walk and come to church because it's expansion. So if you don't have a certain mindset to flow with leadership, you are going to struggle as a church worker. You'll be fighting unnecessarily, but leadership will never bow to you. Ronaldo, the day he disgraced United, that afternoon they removed his pictures from Old Trafford. They Straight up. The spirit of unity is critical in the work of God. And we must be conscious of that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you really want to serve in this church, you must be ready to be taught and guided to serve God effectively. You will lose your place if you fail to be guided and instructed. Yes. You lose your place if you fail to be guided and instructed. Rashford is doing well because he has gotten an instructor who believes in him and is listening to the instructor. The day he stops listening to him, he will begin to flop. We have to be conscious that God is building a church in a particular pattern. Amen. Amen. Samuel never caused pain to Eli, but humbly served the Lord before Eli with great delight. Your Eli will demand your loyalty to the ministry of God. The, I mean, your pastor will, will always demand your dedication, your devotion, your loyalty to God's work. Without that, the work of God won't go on. 
Now some of the ushers have to come here and some of the technical people come here as at 5.30 a.m. They are here. You have to come and clean and clean and water the place. Make sure that the dust, they even water. When you were driving, you saw it. They water the outside because every expansion will come with a stretching. That's why people don't like to be stretched. But you are praying, are you not praying to be better than last year? By the end of this year, are you not praying to be better than? Then get ready to discomfort yourself. If you are not ready to sacrifice anything this year, you won't change. Your sleep must be affected. Your time must be, your money must be affected. Your energy must, your comfort. Maybe those days you have all the time to watch every program on television. You have to get ready. Some of the football matches you cannot watch because you have to engage in things that will occupy you profitably. Amen. Amen. A wife called me, was complaining. She is angry with the husband. Young couple, they are not even five years. Why? The man doesn't want to look for work. And every day when she goes to work and come, this guy is on football watching matches, watching matches, watching matches. How can you move forward? You think Dan Gote wakes up and is tracking when Manchester is playing or Chelsea is playing? This year, you, you have to make some sacrifices and make some stretchings and make some demands on your time. Don't waste 2023. In this church, we are not wasting 2023. Not at all. We are, expands, we are expanding like water. I thought you say amen. Samuel was loyal to Eli, not because Eli was bringing him food or buying him rent or paying his rent or buying him a car, but because Samuel was consecrated to the Lord and received Eli as his father and his pastor. Most church history has shown that if somebody is working well in the church for the pastor or for the church because the pastor is paying him some monies, church history has shown that a time comes that relationship breaks because you can never satisfy a human being. That is why for me, when you come to this church as a church worker, you want to do, I'll ask you, what do you do? is the most important question for me. What do you do? Because you cannot relinquish your prosperity, the responsibility of your prosperity to the church. I won't allow anybody to be a liability in the work of God. So when you can ask, what do you do? Why are you not in school? Why are you not working? How can a young person not, you are not in school, you are not working, you are doing Adidas? No, no. At the end of the day, you blame God when you don't invest in your life. And sometimes you try, I try to help people. You see, you say, no, you cannot be sitting here. Go and pick this form. This, this, this. We can pay 20%, we can pay 30%. Then some will insist they want to read diploma. They say, go and read degree. I want to read diploma. Ha! 
report me here, report me there. Then people will call me, allow the guy to go to the diploma. And I say, ah, sir, his, his resource can take him to a degree. Why are people encouraging him? Okay, we paid. He just went one year and stopped giving the diploma. If you don't push yourself, I keep saying it, 10 years to come, don't blame God. Hallelujah. 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 What are your expectations in 2023? And what are your expectations from your church, your pastor? I'm not one day going to wake up and give you one million dollars. In fact, I want to wake up one day and you come and give me one million dollars. You can't, you see, you can't end up your life in a useless position. You may start life uselessly because you had, your parents did not start life well. They didn't end life well. You are a raw generation riser. But every year you have 365 days to add up to something that will be beautiful in your life. I want to challenge you as a church worker to be ready to sacrifice. We must be ready to sacrifice. We must be ready to do the work of God with love and not with greed. And not with greed. We don't do the work of God with greed. This year, Christmas, I gave bonus to the administrative staff, but my bonus, I said they should put it in the work. The heart of greed is dangerous. You must be selfless. You must be sacrificial. You must do the work with all your heart. I'm, I'm going to preach on the first fruit. Eh? I'm going to preach on first fruit today. You can ask the administrative staff. I have already paid my first fruit last week. I believe in it. I believe in leadership bias. I paid it because I didn't want to have issues with it. You have to kill greed. The love, you see, a lot of people are depressed. I call people, you see, they are depressed, they are worried, they are hopeless. They don't know what to happen. This all is because of money. Money. Ninety percent of people who are depressed now is because of money. It's too light. It's not true. Money. But can you live your life? Can you live your life to be happy with or without money? Maybe one day, maybe next week I may have to go deeper, but I have to end now. A lot of us live above our means. A lot of us. So your money will never be okay for you. Yeah. A lot of us live with, without, I mean, we could say, hey, we are coming here. Look at where we are coming from. We have to fix the windows. We have to fix the glass. We have to do this. I say, no, no, no. Let's come. This is, this, this, this is we. This is it. It is what it is. This is it. There is no need to impress anyone in life. Go by your strength. Take it a day after a time. Time by time. Precept upon precept. You have nobody. 
You are not expecting anybody to clap for you. I'm not expecting anybody to clap for me. I'm expecting God to say, good and faithful servant, enter into your rest. Stop living above your means. Stop pretending to be a millionaire when you're a poor man. Be you. And let God take you on a journey of success. Be you. Be clean. Be honest in your relationship with God. And God will never walk with you and leave you hopeless. We are looking hopeless because we have become greedy. We have become selfish. We are, we are living, I repeat, we are living above our means. You are in a single room somewhere, but you have DSTV. What is wrong with you? You have DSTV. What are you doing with the single room? You have subscribed to DSTV. And maybe you are using some Nigeria coded, decoded something. You are single room and you are still sinning before the Lord. How can God pull you out? Live within your means. You don't need to buy a suit that is 5,000. When they are suits that are 300 Ghana, nobody will know the difference. You don't need to do a big wedding. There are people who are married in the church. They just tell me, we don't even announce. They just go and do the engagement, they sign, and they are fine. I meet them somewhere, I pray for them, and they are fine. Then you see the, hey, now that man, now worry if I want them. You are here planning for some bellicious wedding. That will take nobody anywhere. After the wedding, we are here. Nothing changes. Live within your means. Plan your finances so that you can have a better year. Give the Lord a mighty clap offer. I want you to close your eyes and pray for one minute that God help me to love you, to sacrifice for you, to be there for you, to serve you better this year, to do what you wish and not, I, not what I wish, to do what you wish, to do what you wish and not what I wish, to do what you wish. Your salary is 3000 What are you doing in three-bedroom house? Pray that God give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Give me grace. That I will serve you with love and in sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for this word. We pray that our lives will be better as we believe you and follow you and obey you. We don't care what the world will say. We don't care what people's opinion may be. But what we care about is what you will say. We pray that your will alone will be established in this year, in our lives and in the lives of this church. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Please give the Lord a good clap offering. So we're going to enter into the service. Uh, prayer will take about seven minutes. And then praise and worship comes in. I want you to prepare for Enjoy the service. Participate in the service from prayer to, to worship, praise. Feel free to express yourself before the Lord and we'll give our offerings. We have a naming ceremony to do. And then there's a special Thanksgiving 
for the month, which is connected to the 21 days of fasting and prayer. So get ready. It will come. That time will come. Opportunity will be given to you to take an envelope to thank God for answered prayers. And I'll come and preach about 15 minutes on the covenant of the first fruits. God bless you. Enjoy the service. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.